This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Farmer skepticism is bullish. Farmers are reportedly cautious on prospects for higher prices. Producer surveys and comments with brokers suggest that one of the reasons why is that they do not have much left to sell. They have a little more corn left than they do soybeans, but most have the vast majority of old crops sold. Some are focusing on selling new crop because that is what they have left to sell and want to capture at least something from higher prices. I have advised patience. I'm on the one hand somewhat surprised at how aggressive that farmers were at moving 2020 inventory, and on the other, the mindset as to why doesn't escape me. They were first trained that markets would be bearish, and then asked to make an abrupt 180-degree turn in psychology to be bullish. I feel like this report made the return, but very few followed the advice. I'd advise binning 2020 crops repeatedly, and realize now that very few farmers did. Some thought soybeans were a good price at harvest and would sell cash and buy futures on a correction. I did not expect much of one. I recognized the chart gaps opened in August as upside breakaway gaps that should support a large up move. It's my job to see things like that and let you know. The momentum of the rallies didn't allow for the kind of back and fill that farmers wanted to reown paper, and most were left behind. I'm not trying to be critical or brag it up, but sometimes you cannot mess around. I had some corn that was sold as silage in August, and I bought back December futures before it was marked up. Some had made forward sales, and I recommended covering them in futures. I did not mess around with options going directly with futures like a commercial would do. This was business. Even then, there was some slippage in basis and rolls between contracts to stay long. The rest of the crops went into the bend, so I maintained ownership, physical, and futures of what I thought I would produce. Harvest results were less kind than I expected, unless the bend measurement is off. Prices are now near decade measure highs, so it is time from that perspective to begin making some final sales. Prices go the highest when the farmers do not own the grain. That is exactly where we are at today. If you want more help with cash marketing, Joe Camp, who directs our market focus services and updates this report every Friday afternoon, is the guy to call and ask for. Many advisory services have been pushing new crop sales for a long time because they miss the old crop market and need to stay relevant. The way that I see farmer sentiment today, farmers are not bullish enough yet for major tops. The last old crop bushels that they own are precious, maybe even more so than they imagine. I think that USDA did a disservice to farmers in their 2020 reports. I will explain that in more detail in upcoming commentary. I gave my subscribers correct information as to the scope of Chinese demand when that information was actionable long before USDA began to confirm it. 2020 hindsight shows the importance of the early alert and what I was basing my bullish outlook upon. The funds knew it, but the farmers didn't. In order to spur cash movement, the market tends to correct sharply to scare everyone that the top has been made, but then when prices recover to previous highs, farmers open bin doors. That is how farmers are separated from their cast grain. I think that is at play here, and I am going to reluctantly join in the maneuver this time, and I open the bin doors to sell a third of my 2020 production near recent highs at 540. I'll also do that in soybeans at 1430. 
Now they are getting too much rain in southern Brazil and Paraguay, further delaying an already late start to harvest. They cannot plant the second crop corn until they get the soybeans harvested out of the mud. I noted that the climatologist that we use had forecast this. South America is experiencing both drought and flood extremes in differing regions. China, rumored to be buying the market, had some sales attributed to it Wednesday. China also reportedly bought 200 million gallons of ethanol. Sinclair got singled out to receive the two 2019 small refinery waivers and possibly one for 2018 from the RFS by EPA as administrators went out the back door in the change of administrations. The first thing I would investigate is to check bank accounts to make sure that these SREs were not purchased. There were dozens of SRE requests, so it is a bit odd that just Sinclair was approved. The SRE approval of the Sinclair SREs had been stayed by a judge, and Sinclair lawyers have stepped in to defend their receipt. EPA keeps it secret who gets waivers, but Sinclair was identified by Reuters. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 